0: Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the Senior Pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Well, we are finalizing or concluding our theme today. Um, Themed Greater. Greater. Because our God is a greater God. Our God is a greater God and he's greater than anything that you can ever experience in this life. Anything that you can ever see, anything that you can ever have, God will always be greater. Amen. Amen. And we have explored quite a number of um, messages. First one, we said God is greater than Come on class, greater than. Hmm. (laughs) Father, forgive them for they are still sleeping. We said God is greater than. And uh, the following week, we said God is greater than kingdoms. Kingdoms. And and then last week, we said God is greater than. Wax. Wax, amen. Now, let's conclude today. And look at the subject, God is greater than pain. Amen. Any kind of pain that you can ever experience, <coughs> God will always be greater. Amen. Tell your neighbor and say, God is greater than your pain. Amen. Help me wake up. I'm trying to wake up. Amen. Amen. God is greater than your pain. Turn with me to Psalm 71 from verse number 19. Oh, let's just read from the screen. I want to talk to you this morning. Also, your righteousness, O God, is very high. You who have done great things... Oh God who is like you verse 20 you who have shown me great and severe troubles you who not the devil this was the psalmist that's why you know i always encourage people don't Always give the devil too much credit. Even when things are not going your way, don't be too quick that it is the devil doing them. Just tell yourself there's nothing that can happen in your life that God did not allow. That's why even Jesus, when they were excited about the fact that uh, they were killing him or they have killed him, he said, nobody takes my life away from me. I lay it down and pick it up myself. So, in other words, so don't be too quick to give the devil credit. So, the psalmist here says, You who have shown me great and severe troubles, he says, shall revive me again. So, in other words, <laughs> you shall revive me again, and he continues to say, and bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Because sometimes life takes you there, deep down at the bottom we are surrounded by death and darkness. And verse 21, take note. It says, You shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. The 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 New Living Translation, the NIV actually says, though you have made me see troubles many and bitter. Many of them, not a few. <laughs> you have made me not the devil. He says you have made me see troubles many and bitter. Now, we said there are many spheres of greatness, and for the past three weeks, we have explored three of them: people, kingdoms, which have places of power. And we said wax last week. Those are spheres of. Greatness. And the fourth one that I want us to talk about this morning, it is the sphere of purpose. Whatever purpose you are pursuing in your life will determine the level of your greatness. In fact, if you are not pursuing purpose in your life, forget about greatness. It's only purpose that gives you the platform or sets you up to become great. Are we here? And one of the main reasons why God wants us to be saved, why he wants us to be born again, it is not so much so that we can become religious people and just start going to church, you know, just begin to go to church because then that creates a, a mindset um that you know god does not have anything to do beyond the altar call and many of us we think and and unfortunately even as christians we we think god's goal was just to get you to come to the altar call and pray the what we call the sinner's prayer and then that's it and that is actually not the point when you get saved it is the means to an end there's there's God God begins with saving you. And one of the re- main reasons why he saves us it is so that we can discover his purpose and begin to pursue it. 2 Timothy 1:9 says talking about God who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our expert, but according to his own purpose. So God all along when you were still alive you know pursuing your own things he wanted you to be saved mainly, but, but he had a purpose in mind. It's because there's something that he wants us to be busy with. And it begins when you and I become saved or born again. And the purpose that God has for each and every one of us, the purpose that he has, the Bible says it has an appointed time. God, as soon as you discover that purpose, God will create, he will make time for it, for it. He will appoint a season for it to flourish. So even after you have discovered it, you must never panic and think, you know, uh, it's not going to happen. God will, will do whatever it takes to make sure that your, the, the purpose that you have discovered, which is his purpose for your life, that it will have its season. It will have its appointed time and take note, it can never be stopped. God's purpose for your life, especially once you've discovered it, you might go through things in life, but it can never be stopped. Job 42, verse 2. The Bible says, I know that you can do everything, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. So once, once you discover God's purpose, God is going to do whatever it takes because God is not a loser. God's intention, you, you can give up, but God is not going to give up. Are we together, Bazalon? However, we need to also then understand that the fact that you are pursuing God's purpose for your life, it does not mean you are not going to be met with onslaughts, opposition, adversity trouble the fact that you know i said earlier that we must not give the devil too much credit does not mean we must it does not mean we must now ignore the fact that he exists we must not be naive to that fact the devil will throw anything and everything at you to try and stop you from pursuing the purpose that god has for your life so in other words, now there are many things that we are going to go through. <laughs> many seasons, you, you will swear that even God himself does not want you to have joy in your life. Yeah. You will swear that, you know, even God himself is just folding his hands in heaven, just watching you go through one challenge after the other. I don't know about you. I'm sure as you are sitting down, and and I know now you are looking at me like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. You know that from, not even from time to time, like almost every day. (laughs) And how many of you have prayed, take away my troubles. This morning I'm here to just give you a prophetic word. He's not going to. If you, are, if you are patiently waiting for a time where you are going to live a problem-free life, you will wait until Jesus comes. If you got saved because you think that forget it. Somebody must have deceived you. <laughs> if you don't believe me, Ask Paul. He prayed three times. The Bible says. Take away this thorn. Until he accepted. God is not, gonna, is not going. I must just accept. That this pain. I'm going to carry it. Until Jesus comes. You're not going to like me today. If you don't believe me. Ask Jesus. Three times, he begged God. In other words, I don't want to go through this pain. I don't like it. I I suspect it's just going to kill me. And he asks God. God, I mean, this is the very same Jesus when he was baptized. Coming out of the water, the Bible says, the heavens opened. And the voice came, this is my son in whom I am well. The very same son is begging the father, take, remove this cup away from me. And God was like, I have a purpose, and that purpose includes you dying, so I'm not going to change it. He just said, you are not a son of man to lie. God does not, he's not going to change his mind. So when he has decided that you are going to go through something, you are going to go through it. If you don't believe me, ask the Hebrew boys as we call them. The three Hebrew boys. God did not put out the fire. He let them be thrown in the fire. Ask Daniel himself. He was thrown. I mean, if you are God, why don't you just kill them before they throw me inside the lion's den? I mean, the the simpler version of it is that I don't have to sit in a den. Be looking at this lion, like this lion, like hey, dude, you have anything is about to happen anytime. I mean, that's the simpler way. If, if, if me, now I am God sitting, I'm going to, when they are grabbing him, trying to throw him into the tent, I strike them with lightning, they die, so that my servant does not have to be scared. I mean, Daniel had to sit with this thing next to him. If you don't believe me, ask Joseph. He had to be thrown. I mean, God gives him a great vision, a great dream. You are going to be great. People are going to bow down before you. But yo, lo, lo and behold, he allows the brothers to sell him. Yeah. They throw him inside the pit, coming out of the pit as if it is, he goes to he goes to the palace as if says uh, he gets accused, to throw he gets thrown into prison. So I'm giving you. I'm drawing this picture that if you are saying, God, I know, surely by the end of this year, all my troubles will be over. (laughs) Probably they will be over, but new ones will come. (laughs) But here's, here's the part that I like, and I'm sure... We are always reading this scripture, but I want to show you something ab- about it because, as I said, we are going to go through many things. Many things will happen along the way, you know, as we are trying to, p- to fulfill God's uh, purpose for our lives. Many things are going to happen. But here's what I can assure you. God will work tirelessly. He will work wonders in the midst of all of those things that you are going through. God will work wonders. Take note for your good. In the He does not take away the fire, He does not take away the pit. He does not take away the prison. He does not take away the lion. He, 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 but in the midst, in the midst, in the midst of all of those troubles and trials and God is is going to be there. He said, when you are going through the fire, I will be there. He says, you are not going to be consumed. He says, when you are going through the waters, I will be there. You are not going to sink. In other words, going through, you will go through. (laughs) (laughs) going through you will go through but one thing that I'm going to guarantee you is that I'm going to be there Paul puts it this way in the book of Romans chapter number 8 verse 28 we are always quoting this scripture it says and we know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord take note to those who are called according to his purpose so in other words Paul recognizes that there are things that are going to happen as as you are pursuing God's purpose for your life, there are things that you are going to go through. But but Paul then says God is going to take all of those things and to work miracles and wonders for you in the midst of all of those things. So, in other words, your friends, your your enemies, in other words, even your family members will be watching you going through stuff, going through tough seasons. Your employers at po- at the point they will they will try and plot against you and they will watch you go through this thing. Maybe they will watch you one day waking up up early in the morning with frustration written all over the face but paul says in all of those things god is gonna work for your good and sometimes it will help you to rest when you're going through tough times don't try and fight too hard and allow god to work but but listen to this scripture in the niv version it says and we know That in all things God works. God works. He's the one who works. He says in all things God works for the good of those who love him. He is the one who works in all of those things. In other words, God takes all of those tough seasons that you're going through and comes up with ingredients to produce power from that pain. Because there's power in the pain that you're going through. The easy English translation says, "We know that God works to help those, those people who love He works to help us every day. You will face trouble, probably even tomorrow morning after hearing this message, you know something might come up. Remember these words: that God will work. God just just sometimes in as human nature, we love fighting for ourselves. Take note,, as we continue. Greatness attracts pain. If you want to be great in life, you must know that it will attract pain. In other words, discovering and fulfilling God's purpose for your life will provide an opportunity for you to grow and be great. To grow and be great. But that growth that leads to greatness is a process. And a process that involves pain. You will be betrayed. You will be lied to. You will be rejected. People will gossip about you. You see, let, let me let me tell you this: if you are in, and one day man collapses, Now, if in your life, simply because, forget about being great. I mean, if deep down in your heart, you say, God, I want to be great, there are certain things. That should no longer affect you. Yeah. So if you 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 are going to be tossing and turning at night because somebody has lied about you and you are worried. <laughs> Forget about being great. Listen, when you are great, you will attract you will be a magnet of gossip, accusations. People will talk about you as if they know you. As if, as if when you are having conversations in secret places, they are there listening. People will find pleasure in analyzing you. It's almost like they will, they, they, they've embarked on a journey to come up with some kind of a, you see, I'm going to have a master's for Abantabashe Bayo every second person you meet has got it because there are people who will research and and analyze and and, and calculate and come up with pre- because there are people who find joy in giving an impression to other people that they know you better. Even better than you know yourself. So if you are going to be stressed out by what? Uh, this is uh, let me tell you for care but don't don't put greatness in your vocabulary don't even dream don't even pray about it because Jesus Christ of Nazareth was accused of using demons the son of God being anointed was accused the main thing that he is they say and did you see Jesus holding a meeting and be like, hey, John, did you hear what they said? <laughs> Peter, they, they are accusing me. They are saying, but you guys know I'm anointed, right? You see me when I pray every day. There's no way that I can use demons to cast out other demons. You, you don't see Jesus holding such meetings. You don't see him being frustrated. The only thing that was frustrating him was to fulfill God's will. But not accusations. As a matter of fact, when people were accusing him, he used to turn Because if there's one thing that is not going to allow for, for him to be bothered by, is other people's opinion. Because you don't have control over other people's opinion about you. You don't have control over that. There are people who will decide not to like you. <laughs> and there's nothing you are going to do to change their mind. They have decided. Their mind is made up. Asimtan, you are in jail. 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 You in jail. I mean, you are in jail. You are in jail. You are in jail. in jail. jail. That's where the problem is. I mean, I mean, people, Basalan. To this day. To this day, is oh, probably hey, this is our pastor. There are people who don't like me. There are people who find joy in criticizing me every day. Am I bothered? No. <laughs> How do I respond? By building. <laughs> There's no better way than that I can I can respond. I, I, I keep on building. Like, like, like the, the only antidote to pain. Do, pursue God's purpose for your life. That is how you silence the enemy. It's like you, you preoccupy your mind with what God says you must do. Forget about ah, Mate. Ah. Your friends, they reject you. Aulali, two months. Because they have opinions about you, ah, yeah. masanabo since any as agasena skirt. No, but but, but yeah. guys, get yeah. cool with life in. Like, be yeah. cool, yeah. And and we might not have three hours of pluma ekonen like yeah. we used to have before. Yeah. So so me being busy. It has got nothing to do with you. Don't take it personal. If you have friends, and uh, you are this kind of something's wrong with you. Mnage, Phone, send an SMS, reach out, and connect with people. Even even we don't have to sit down and have coffee. Keep on connecting from a distance. Don't accuse people. Don't, don't accuse people simply because they are busy pursuing purpose. Yeah. And you are accusing them of this and that and that and the other. Since yeah, he has changed. No, leave them alone. They don't owe you anything. You see, there's no one who owes you any explanation. If your friend becomes a multimillionaire tomorrow, they don't owe you anything. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Stop walking around with bitterness because the are very same thing. Once you become successful, you, then you will realize. When you are pursuing purpose, it's like every day there's something that you have to do. Amen. If I can tell you, when I blink, Monday, I blink, it's Saturday. So if I can sit down to entertain what people are saying, views, opinions, nzo wonder. Nzo kaga indi zi marum fundi isu wenzin jani. Kanti nguwondi isu waguti, abantu bati. Abantu, so loko wati nchoo, beba loko bati. Nanamshanje basati. Naksasa basa zoti. So keep doing your thing, just do pursue the purpose of God. That is the only thing that is going to make you great. It's not them accepting you that is going to make you great. It's not them, you know, clapping hands for every move that you are making that is going to make you great. It's not them liking your status. It's not, Barcelona. I have a privilege of being around great people. One thing that I've noticed, Masana is that great people celebrate their victories. Because they've experienced so much criticism because the innocence of, oh, wow, God has blessed me with 10 million becomes to another person, oh, oh, Peter. So I would see these great people sharing their Victories with me, as significant as insignificant as I am, and I'm realizing it's not because, mchamba, you know nam singem ku. It's because gashisa lap. It's competition. Mchamba, uhi lo mundo o utabango tukupishungu. Ukngabino during your tough times. What is more painful, ukngabino mando around you. During the times of victories. congratulate. It's a painful thing. You've done something. But there's no one who will say well done. That's a painful thing. That's when you realize it's lonely to be great. So... Pain is not there to kill you. God is just simply toughening you up to be comfortable in your own skin. <laughs> you are not going to suffer <laughs> with worry, anxiety. The question is, Laumati, what's in a little? Yes, Fanny and Lent. I'm getting Silo Mangal and I think Funkuman and I'm talking. Yes, Fanny and Lent. Mr. Sash, when, when somebody goes out on lunch with their wife, or just on their own. And decides to take a picture. And puts it on Instagram. And every five minutes they are going to go back to look at how many people liked it. Like, I'm saying, why, why, why did you go to the restaurant? Was it for you? Or for the likes? Probably did not even like that restaurant. Chances are you did not even like the food that you were eating. But you went because you wanted attention. Yes. Mm. If you want to go to a restaurant, because go because you want to go. Amen. It fulfills you to sit on that chair and have that meal and walk out fulfilled. You don't have to announce. Amen. A situation right now, check, check in. You, you are driving out, you are at the airport, it's Tombe, say passport. We are lander, it's Tombe, in video. I'm like, dude, why, 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 why? Why are you going there? Why, why did you buy the ticket? Why? Barcelona? some of us, if we can take pictures of what is going on in our lives every day, some people will choke, but heart attack, because... We, 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 we just, see, I would, I would, it's because we are not doing it for people. We are doing it. If I'm taking my children on holiday, it's for us. It's not for you to see. It's for us. We do travel. It's just that we don't show off. We don't show off. My kids can tell you. Yeah, yeah, they are. The first thing I tell them, wherever we go, first rule I tell them, take pictures, don't post them. That's the every time. They get frustrated with me. Why? I'm just teaching them that do this for you. We are here for you to enjoy. Yeah. Not for you to show your friend that I was on holiday. Ah, look at the hotel that we were in. Ah, look at the rooms. Ah, look at the airplane. No. It, we are doing it because it's for me. If everything, that, every little thing that you are doing. And, and here's, the, here's the flip side. Here's the flip side. O muni yenza masanabo who will post because the friend has posted something. somewhere a post. You see, you you go, go ahead. The greater the purpose, the greater the pain. And the sooner you learn how to deal with that pain, the better. A man by the name of Gabor said this, the attempt to escape from pain is what creates more pain. So Sometimes you'd rather suffer the pain of just disconnecting with certain people who are not Helping you to grow. Suffer the pain of them gossiping about you, saying sozens and no, rather than to suffer the pain of dealing with their jealousy every day. Because suffering pain, you will. So some of us, there are friends that we are keeping, certain relationships that we are keeping, we are putting up with them every day because we are avoiding the pain. Bazoti then the next thing when they start to manifest baba no then choose your struggle they say choose it wisely I'd rather suffer the pain now of you see there's a scripture that is in the Book of Matthew, where Jesus was saying, a prophet has no, still, has no, um, is, is not without honor, except in his own hometown. I'm going to say this here because it's happening. I'm I'm born from Telmas, but do you know that's the place where I am the most hated for no apparent reason. My own kasi. Where, where I was talking to somebody yesterday, a friend of mine, I was saying, sometimes I wish I can just scoop that church and just take it anywhere else. And it's unfortunate because it's the main campus. Because the level of animosity, where people would just decide to talk about me. Someone was telling me oh, there, was a, there was a time where they were analyzing the logo. <laughs> Trying to prove how satanic it is. <laughs> yeah. People have time. People have time. So, so what, what, what do I do? What do I do in the midst of all of those? I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself, the greater the pain, the greater the purpose. Now, I had to choose the kind of pain I want to suffer. I had to say to myself, I'm not going to avoid the pain of disconnecting. Yesterday I went, during the day I went with, and I, I walked in a pick and pay. And, I was, and when I was walking in, I was like, I can't remember the last time I was here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it looked different. I was like, wow, it's big. It's, when was the last time? I was trying to remember when was the last time I was here. <laughs> and, and I'm saying to myself, I would I, I, rather suffer the pain of disconnecting. Than the pain of saying, No, I funabang accept. But but at the end of the day, when I when I walk that way, I mean there's there was a guy, I, I remember I told you this story. There was a guy who, who for no reason. I don't know him, I don't know his name, I don't know where he stays, I don't know and, and he sees me and he says, I hate this guy. And he started swearing all sorts of things to my face, not just to gossip, to my face. And I stood there, froze, not knowing what to do. <laughs> it was the talk of the town. Amen. It was the talk of the town. That's how much people will, will hate. And I was, when I walked away, I must, I, I must acknowledge, because at that point, I've never experienced that much hate at that level. And I walked away wondering, what did I do to this guy? Who's this guy? What did I, maybe I must go back. And I started asking, who's this guy? And when they told me, uh, this is so-and-so, and I was thinking, but I, I've never interacted with this guy. In, I'm trying to think. Only to find out. So this guy is young enough to be my child. Yet he was swearing at me. And I walked away, walked away in pain, walked away in pain, walked away in pain. But something on the inside of me was saying, even Jesus said it, that in his own hometown. That's where they said, this is the carpenter's son. You know, when he was doing great miracles, the Bible says there was a place where he could not do any miracle. Not because he was less anointed, but simply because people did not believe in the gift that was upon him. And, 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 and a few months later, fast forward, this guy started getting sick, unfortunately. He started getting sick and one day, my mom tells me the story that he came to my house. He came to my home where I stayed. He came and he, was, he, was, he walked in without a t-shirt on. And he had all sorts of sores on his body, and he came, walked in crying, looking for me, and asking, and asking my mom, I need to speak to Umfundisi. I need to apologize for what he did. And my mom said, Unfortunately, you are talking to a wrong person. And unfortunately, he could not find me, and he passed on. I'm not saying, I don't know why, I just don't know, I just don't know what happened. I just don't know, but but sometimes people will, will hate you. But, but I'm here to just say to you, do not beat yourself too much about the level of hate that people will show. Remember these words, the greater the purpose, the greater the pain, the greater the animosity the greater the adversity, the opposition that you are going to. Just tell yourself it is there to prophesy the greatness that is locked on the inside of you. As a matter of fact, this pain is here to unleash the potential on the inside of you. It is here to activate the great potential that is on the inside of you because it will bring you closer to God and God is going to show you where he is taking you. Sometimes when you cry because of the pain, don't cry thinking that God is about to kill you. But cry knowing this in mind: God is busy working all things for your good. He is busy working, working all things for your good. Let me close Bazalan. Pain is defined as the physical suffering or distress but also it is a mental or emotional suffering or torment. Sometimes it's one thing to suffer pain on the skin because there's something that you can do about it. But sometimes there are those internal pains that you wish you can just put your hands on the inside to massage how you are feeling to maybe scratch the pain where it is but there is absolutely nothing that you can do. When you sleep you are thinking maybe when I wake up early in the morning I'm going to be feeling much more better but the pain is still there staring on your face let me tell you any person who is called for greatness will go through pain you will go through opposition you will go through trouble let me tell you this people will talk about you yes people will hate you yes you will be rejected yes you will be disappointed yes but it does not mean God has changed his mind about you as a matter of fact when they hate you Remind yourself this one thing. That God is at work in my life. God is working all things for my good. Don't be afraid of pain. There's power in your pain. There's power in your suffering. Let me tell you, Paul puts it this way. He says, great are the doors that God has opened for me. I am paraphrasing, but yet he says there are many adversaries. It, let me tell you, if the devil is not attacking you, you need to know you have not yet tapped into that door. You have not yet knocked onto the right door. But as soon as you knock on the right door, all hell will break loose. All hell will break loose. All the demons will be at work day and night to crush you. But it is in the crushing that power will flow. Let me tell you this, Barcelona. When the anointing is going, when the oil that makes the anointing is, is produced, it is produced from the olives. But they it, this oil does not just flow. They have to crush the olives. They have to squeeze the olives just to get the oil out of it. So sometimes in your life, you are going to be crushed. You are going to be squeezed. You are going to cry. You are going to feel pain. You are going to feel distressed. You are going to feel confused sometimes. But tell yourself this one thing. There's power in my pain there's power in this process that i am going through something there's something that god is busy cooking from within me don't give up and think that god has changed his mind about the purpose that he has you see one one of the greatest deceptions in life is that when people begin to hate you they think god holds the same view in their hearts that when they begin to hate you God hates you as much let me tell you people's hate is not the reflection of God's heart towards you God loves you God has a plan for your life God has a purpose for your life focus on the purpose of God this is what David says he says this is my comfort in my affliction is that your word gives me comfort says your word gives me life. So during your time of affliction, focus on what God is saying in your life read that word as if you are crazy. Go back to the messages that will remind you of who you are, of what God has deposited on the inside of you. I am at a place, Barcelona, where I don't have time to entertain gossips and negativity. I am at a place where I am preoccupied with the purpose of God. I am preoccupied with the vision that God has deposited on the inside of me. When the devil wants to get my attention with all of the gossips and the rejections, I fix my eyes on Jesus. The Bible says the author and the finisher of my faith the trouble is not going to finish what you have started. The pain is not going to finish what you have started therefore I'm not going to waste another hour entertaining the pain I have a purpose to fulfill I have plans to discover I have a destiny to chase I have a vision to fulfill I have a church to build and probably you have a business to build you have a career to build you have a marriage to build, you have a life to build don't let pain deceive you into thinking that God has changed his mind pain is a sign of giving birth to something great in the, in, the, in, the, in the book of Genesis God decided he said he said after sin he said to the woman in pain you shall give birth he said in pain you shall give birth so pain is not a sign of death, but pain is a sign of birth. When you are in pain, it simply means there's something on the inside of you that says push harder, that says pray until something happens. Praise until something happens. Worship until something happens. Keep on believing. In other words, when there's pain, there's something that is about to come out. You, there is not the time to sit down. Because Angazan in the physical angaze if a problem. But what I know is that. When you're about to give birth, what the doctors insist, they realize you're in pain. They realize, they they will not say, take a break, we'll come back uh, tomorrow when you feel better, when you have gathered some strength. They will hold your hand, but they will keep on saying to you, you need to push. In other words, if you don't push, what is on the inside of you might die. In other words, endure the pain, but push. Understand the pain, but push, 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 that business is going to come out, that career is is going to come out, that job is going to come out, that breakthrough is going to come out, that promotion is going to come out, push, push, your pain is not a sign of death, but your pain is a sign of giving birth to a great purpose that is locked on the inside of you. Sometimes it will take pain to push you to a place where you are going to be desperate To push you to a place where you are going to say, if I don't do something now, I am done. I am destroyed. It is that pain that sometimes has got to drag you out of bed. That is going to drag you from the comfort zone. And you are going to knock on another door. And knock on another door because the pain is too much. It's too much for me to handle it and sit down and just accept that I am poor. I am broke. Sometimes it will take God to allow the pain of poverty for you to desire prosperity. He will allow the pain of begging to get by in life. That after umuntu sekakbolegi mali and made a remark that left you with pain and you are going to go back home. Don't hate them. Thank them for being prophetic. That you know what? I better work for myself. I better work for myself because I don't have to beg anymore. Allow the pain to be prophetic in your life. Allow the pain to pull you out of that comfort zone and say, you better be great. You see, if I was loved and embraced and I became comfortable at campus. but it took the pain for me to move out and say, I'm moving out of this township. Because people here don't like me. People here don't embrace me. So there's no need for me to stay here. I'm not appreciated here. Let me just move. And it was in my moving when we stayed here. Taking my kids to school every day. And I said to my wife, you know what? Our life revolves around here. Nobody knows us here. Let's start a campus. Three years down the line. Look at where we are. Sometimes the pain is prophetic. Sometimes the pain is prophetic. Sometimes the pain... Is prophetic to move you to another level. When we started the Hillcrest campaign, campus, I went through pain. <laughs> but pain is there to tell you are on the right track. And today, when I look at that campus, I'm saying, I nearly allowed the pain to abort. God's mission. How about that didn't know. When we were setting up, there was a night I drove out. It was on Thursday. It was raining. I disappeared for about two or three hours because I was summoned to a meeting at night. Things were sad to my face. And I came back, continued working as if nothing happened. And that's when I sent them the message again. I said, You know what? Because after that, I went to God and I cried to God, and God gave me Isaiah 54. And I said, Enlarge your territory. Enlarge your territory. And it said, Sing, O barren, because many are your children. That scripture was prophetic to me, and I sent it to them. And I said, We are continuing because I knew this is what God wants us to do. Don't let pain abort what is on the inside of you. Sometimes you need to say, like Jesus, nevertheless, your will be done and not my will. No matter how painful it can be, just let Him do His thing. God knows where He is taking you. The psalmist in the opening scripture is that close where we read? He said, You will increase my greatness you have shown me all the great troubles but he ends by saying you will increase my greatness so the trouble is there to increase your God is going to stretch you going to stretch you let's lift up our hands Father every pain in this house I pray in the name of Jesus that, oh God, you will bring your people comfort. May this word become a word that is going to be prophetic right where they are in their difficult situations and circumstances. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that they may hear your voice in in the midst of this trouble hear your voice saying you will increase their greatness because greater is he who is in them than the one who is in the world Father I pray your word declares you are closer to those with broken hearts therefore this morning Comfort your people. Touch your people. Give them strength. Like Jesus who said, he does not pray that you may take us out of this world because the world will hate us. But he said, he prays that you may keep us. Therefore be our keeper as we go through Fire, the waters, may we not be consumed. May we be not consumed. May we not drown. But help us to keep on swimming, to keep on building, to keep on praying, to keep on believing we know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above we can ever ask or think it is in jesus name that we pray amen and amen let's give jesus a big hand of praise thank you once again for listening to the message today we trust that you were blessed by it please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week Thank you very much and keep on building.